0: Welcome to fall. We had Alabama football. officially fall. <clears throat> Let us remember the words of Psalm 118 22 to 24. The same stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. On this day, the Lord has acted. Let us rejoice and be glad in it change your minds the final verse of the gospel reading today was matthew chapter 21 verse 32 in the esv it reads for god came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him and even when you saw it you did not afterward change your minds and believe him In this short parable, Jesus tells about two sons. One son tells his father, I will not, when asked to go and work in the vineyard, but then changes his mind and obeys his father. The other son tells his father, yes, sir, but then does not go to the vineyard, instead disobeying his father. Then Jesus asks the question, which one of these sons did the will of the father? The answer is the first one the one who answered the Father's request by saying, No, I will not, but then changed his mind and obeyed his Father. Jesus goes on to rebuke the Pharisees and scribes who did not believe John the Baptist's preaching of repentance and baptism by saying that they should have at least seen the salvation of the prostitutes and tax collectors and changed their minds and believed. The word in the Greek is metanoia. It is usually translated to repent or repentance. But is also sometimes translated as change your mind. As I read from the translation in the Gospel book today it, that verse could, is sometimes translated and when you saw it you did not afterward repent repent and believe Him. In the ESV is you did not afterward change your minds and believe him we often think of the word repent to mean to turn away from your sin or to turn around to change directions and it is all of these things but it is also to change your mind I believe that much of the internal conflict we face is the result of not fully changing our minds it's, not, it's because we fail to really go all in to trust Jesus for our salvation and to trust God to meet every need here in this life. It may be the result of not truly considering the cost of believing the gospel. Let's look at Luke chapter 9 verses 57 to 62 reading from the ESV. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. God wants the best for his children. The king of kings wants those who live in and make up the kingdom of God to enjoy him and his creation to the utmost. He does not want to see us trying to straddle the fence, keeping one foot in the kingdom of God and the one foot in the kingdom of this world. How many times does the scriptures say to not fix our hearts on the things of man, but on the things of God? To not put our trust in earthly riches, but to trust God to provide for our daily bread. He wants us to change our minds. To surrender control of our life by surrendering the outcome of every unknown in our life. Pray and trust. Trust and obey. God does not want lip service. He wants our whole heart. He wants to tr- transform our minds by the renewing of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to store up our treasures in heaven and not here on earth. When we look not to our own, when we look not to our own interest, as Brian read from the reading from Philippians, and we, and, but we look to the interest of others. we store up treasures in heaven. When we strive together for unity to be of the same mind, we store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. When we count others as more significant than ourselves, we store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. When we treat others with love, dignity, and respect, even when they're not present, and how we talk about them and pray for them, we store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Whenever we follow any of the commands and teachings of Christ, instead of going the path of least resistance, we are storing up treasures for ourselves in heaven. Whenever we read the words, the Scriptures, and the New Testament, it is referring to the inspired books we now refer to as the Old Testament, because the New Testament obviously was not in existence or recognized as Scripture, when those words were being penned all through the Old Testament we are told the Lord seeks those who are wholehearted we find scriptures that teach God wants us to praise him with our whole heart to seek God with all of our heart to obey him with our whole heart to serve him with all of our heart to repent with all of our heart to love the Lord with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and strength, to rejoice with all of our heart, and to give thanks with all of our heart. And it makes clear that actions done without all of our heart, being in it, are not acceptable to him. He always sees our heart and its motives. James opens his letter to the church with this admonition to be wholehearted. In James chapter 1 verses 6 to 8 But let him ask in faith with no doubting For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways So we affirm that the Lord always has grace for us, He sees us where we are, He never pulls back from us or turns away from us when we fail or struggle or even rebel against Him. He does not love us in proportion to how good we are. He sees our fears and our anxiety and our struggles. He always welcomes us to climb up into His lap, lay our head upon His chest, and surrender all of our being to Him. So our desire to be wholehearted and to be single-minded is not to earn His approval or acceptance, but simply that we might remove those things that hinder us from living closer to Him, to remove those things that continue to hold us back to those chains that he, said he died to set us free. He, he died that we would be forgiven of our sin and, and and set free from the power of sin. Let us ask the Lord to show us those places where we have not gone all in. May he enable us to recognize when the anxiety or stress or worry we are struggling with is because we need to change our minds and decide that he is enough and he does care. In one of the post-Eucharist Thanksgiving prayers that each Sunday we pray, send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let's stand together and declare our common faith in the Nicene Creed.